Welcome to my canning cellar, where my goal is not to tell you how to can, but rather tell you how I can. I'm an advocate of following guidelines, such as stated by the National Center for Home Food Preservation, and I'll put that link in the show description. But I also explore other canning groups and websites, and I study and sometimes copy tried and tested recipes. Like me, please do your own research to be sure you are confident in the safety of your home canned goods. So, this is Season 2, Episode 18, Canning Pork Chops. Well, I didn't actually can pork chops, but the meat from them, as I'll explain in a minute. What I used for equipment was my digital pressure canner, a serrated knife, a cutting board, a Dutch oven pot, a strainer on top of another pot, a canning funnel, a dish towel, and I used pint canning jars. And I also had my jar lifter handy. My husband and I rarely eat pork, so the several packages we had had been in the freezer for a few months, and I wanted to clean some stuff out of the freezer. I had seven bone-in pork chops of different sizes, and I let them thaw out in the refrigerator. Once thawed, which was overnight, I sliced the meat from the bones and I trimmed off most of the fat. I cut the pork in strips about half inch wide. Now, for me, I think the best part about eating pork chops on the bone is being able to use my teeth to get all that meat off the bones, but using a knife on the raw chops didn't have the same results. It was very hard to get right down to the bone and also in between some of the sections. So I covered the bones that still had meat left on them with water and let that come to a boil and then I let it simmer for half an hour. I then strained the broth and I ended up with two full pints plus a half pint of broth to which I added the boiled meat that then easily was pulling off from the bones. The broth came out light in color, and it should be a nice addition to another canning project. I'll probably try it in another batch of baked beans. I raw packed the meat slices that I had cut off from the bones into the pint jars, and I did not add any liquid because raw packed pork makes its own juice. The pork was cold, So to avoid shocking the jars, I packed the meat into cold jars to one inch head space. I wiped the rims with a hot wet cloth. I put on the lids, I finger tightened the rings, and I put into cold water in a pressure canner. I let the pressure canner heat up both the water and the filled jars without putting the lid on because my pork broth was still simmering and I was going to do all the pints in one batch. And just as I do cold food, cold jars, cold water, I had to do the hot food into hot jars into hot water. Normally, plain broth does not need to be processed as long as meat does, but I wanted to do just the one canner full. I ended up with three pints of meat, which were raw packed, one pint of broth with the boiled meat, plus the two pints of pork broth, and they were all processed together for 75 minutes. And for my elevation, I always use 15 pounds of pressure. Now, I thought I had packed it fairly tightly, but like some of the meat that I have canned, it shrunk. So I'm still working on always finding that sweet spot of meat to headspace ratio after processing, which hasn't been easy when the jars are quite full before processing. But it gives me something more to work on, another goal to aim for. I had researched the reason that you need to have specific headspace. And I found out that when specific headspace has been assigned, that's because that processing time has been determined for that headspace. 
Extra headspace is not accounted for in those processing times, and if too much headspace is allowed, not only can the food discolor, the jar may not seal properly because there will not be enough processing time to drive all the air out of the jar. Now, I don't panic when my headspace has become too much, according to guidelines. I just take that specific food and I look it up, and then from others' experience, I figure out if I feel comfortable or not. This isn't a very often occurrence because I don't do a lot of meat. As I said, there is no water added to my raw pork because there's a lot of water in pork. A four ounce cut of pork will turn into three ounces once it's cooked. And a three ounce serving is said to be about the size of a deck of cards. And that's about a serving for one person. I got this information from the website Food of History and I'll put the link in the show description. I'm not sure how long ago it was that I mentioned why I even started canning. Well, it started in 2020 when the COVID-19 pandemic hit us hard, and I was no longer a stay-at-home Grammy because everyone was staying isolated. I was also one of the caregivers for my now late mother-in-law, and she was very enthusiastic about my canning, especially my jellies, because she was one of the people who was my most enthusiastic jelly eater. Thank you again for visiting my canning cellar. Talk soon. Stay safe.